When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Sarah Blickendorfer. Uh, happy fucking New Year. Okay, let's just start there. I know, I, I took way longer than I was expected. I initially wanted to take two weeks off. And then I started to just have the conversation with myself, whether or not I wanted to continue the podcast. That was and still is a real conversation. And what I've decided is, I don't know if this will be the final season, but I have put out a number that I will reach, God willing, and that will be it for at least Peace Talk. I don't know if I have the desire to do a different podcast or what, but uh, I have a number that's in my mind that I want to reach this number and then I want to be done what peace talk and <laughs> i i don't i just i i sort of enjoyed not doing the podcast one of the things of coming into this season that was probably more stressful was trying to have sponsors and trying to have people financially invest because i'm this is one of those projects where i i, I make very little money off of we don't have enough listeners where the the podcast is like taken off and <laughs> I, it was it just became is it worth continuing to do hey here's a quick shout out to a local photographer and all-around creative type clayton moritz he has two Instagram profiles, a personal and a professional. The personal, all one word, that guy who walks around town. He has a dark room link in his bio with Prince for sale. I first met Clayton at a peaceful protest following the murder of George Floyd back in 2020. Even last year, he took pictures at our reproductive rights march that we held in Mason City, Iowa. He just has the ability to capture the moment. You know, like one of those, like, hey, I want to frame this. His other instagram page is brambo jamps which i will definitely spell out the name in the episode description <laughs> i don't even know what a brambo jamps is but look if you need a cool picture for the office spare bedroom you just need a fun gift idea contact clayton and please tell him they sent you i i love having the conversation with my wife on marital talk monday and i've had some some fantastic guests on here and it's been some great conversations and dialogues so i i just was like do i really want to keep doing this <laughs> uh and then the editing process just becomes so like i i dread recording an episode and then having to edit it and get it out and prepare it and then you have to sort of promote it and let people know and uh i'm very thankful i'm very thankful for the 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 loyal listeners or uh, i remember during the christmas break i had a couple of people like hey when when are you doing <laughs> when are you doing another episode when <laughs> uh, i want to hear about this i want to hear about that and i i just i did not have the desire to do it i definitely have the time and i i also hadn't been on stage 
for a month or 30 days to the date. The last show that I had in 2023 was December 20th. And I was just on stage for the first time this year in 2024, January 20th. And there was something poetic about being back in my home state of Michigan. Uh, I I had shows that got canceled because of a fucking blizzard (laughs) the week before. That always sucks because just imagine, again, I've, I've talked about this. Like if you live paycheck to paycheck and you're expecting a check every two weeks, uh, artists, comedians, like we live gig to gig. So if we if we have to cancel or we can't make that, that is money that we or that I, I don't know how other people do their books. I've already sort of budgeted and planned. It's like, hey, I, I need merchandise. So I need this show to make this money so that I can go order shirts and pay. You know, it's ah, this is a fucking grind. And what I learned in the last month of not doing shows is that the desire is, if not, probably higher than ever. And sometimes the reward or what I make or the sacrifice that that uh, I put my family through, like, it's not always worth it in, <laughs> you know, in the simplistic form of, hey, why do you do this? But the desire is like, uh, I, what, what else am I supposed to do? And that's not saying I, I, I see myself in the near future having a nine to five or having some type of uh, stable income. <laughs> but, you know, like God willing, like I, I want to be pursuing this for as long as I possibly can. And, and that was something where I just felt like no matter what, I want to I want to be a comedian. I, I want to be this this version of myself as far as being a podcaster and, and everything that comes along with this. I don't know. It just was like, eh. And I mean, I think I would, I wouldn't mind, uh, you know, every so often, but this is not a, this is not an every so often project. This is something that you, you dedicate time and resources to and, and in order to, to, to get better, and be more successful, you have to be consistent. And I don't know, I just was like, uh, not this week. <laughs> you know, I kept I kept telling myself like, all right, well, we're, I'm going to record, I'm gonna put something out. I just didn't want to just didn't, I didn't care to. And then uh, Shannon Sharp have Cat Williams on and there was a spark of Oh shit, maybe I should just have one of those like uh <laughs> final episodes where I just air out every fucking thing that I can think of. So as of right now, I have a number in my mind that is an episode that I like to reach and be done. And like I said, I don't know if this is the last stop for me doing a podcast, but I I I don't want to continue the concept of peace talk. I think Peace Talk has sort of like we're reaching that ceiling. And I don't know how, how that makes you feel. But for me, I've, I'm kind of excited. <laughs> I'm kind of excited about not doing the podcast. I've also been on a couple of podcasts in recent years. And I I, I like those. Like I like doing other people podcasts. I don't like being a podcast. It's like it's like doing a show. I don't I don't know if there's 
much more to do with the podcast. So uh, I think that's what I wanted this episode to be sort of kind of a, hey, we are, you know, we are descending our flight. And uh, I just I, I really appreciate you listening. There are some people that really fucking listen and fuck with me. And you you have no idea how much it means to me because, you know, be just putting the comedy, being a comedian, just putting that to a side, doing different projects is really scary. You know, people sort of come to expect certain things from you. And I always feel this way sometimes when I get on stage and I share complete honest stories that are funny i hope but it's like i'm giving a piece of myself to you or the audience and that's that's sort of how i felt about the podcast for a lot of episodes where i'm like i'm I'm just maybe i'm sharing too much maybe you're learning way too much about me and (laughs) they'll they can use this they'll cancel me they will they will hate me they will say we don't agree with his weird views or or comments or whatever it is sometimes you just say something and you know it 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 you know i don't know so i i was just saying hey i think i think we are we are closer to the end than the beginning i've had a fun time doing it for the most part but i i think i really enjoy not recording for a month so i'm just thinking what if i just stop <laughs> you know what i'm saying so so that that's the plan is to kind of get through uh, a few episodes, hit my number, and uh, ride off into the sunset. Are you looking for your next book to read? It's about to get cold outside. You you want to curl up with a good read by the fire, put your jammies on, hot chocolate. Let me tell you about a new book called How to Afford Everything by Dr. Darla Bishop. Her life experience, education, and career has meddled into a passion for improving the health of communities. Empowering individuals with financial literacy is the cornerstone of forging thriving, resilient communities. With years of experience working to change not only her own financial life and a passion for educating others. She's excited to guide you through changing your relationship with money. She's an author, keynote speaker, workshop facilitator, and she's also a Peace Talk sponsor. You can order the book from her website, DarlaBishop.com or AffordEverythingBook.com. You can use promo code DAY for free shipping. Order the book, change your life today. Before I get off... You can sponsor at this point. I don't think it's particularly necessary. I did have a couple people, so I'll still run some ads and I'll still say thank you. But I, uh, I had a show in December, and a, a lady who sponsors me, or she gave me some money, and uh, we threw her out of the show. I did. I don't. I don't know if I talked about that. If I did, I apologize, but. It may, I want to talk about it again because the shit's so funny to me. <laughs> yeah, she she got super drunk and and she was like, "I'd sponsor and I know him on Facebook." And no, I I, I did share this episode. I did share this story. And now I I feel like I should not because it'll just force you to go back and listen to the episode. But last year was such a crazy year where there were some highs and lows. There were some incredible shows. And I was talking to my sister 
I even asked my wife, I was like, hey, what, what was your top five highlights of last year? And I'm going to share mine. Uh, not in any particular order, but my my definite number one moment was when we took our road trip to Austin, Texas. I went for Altercation Comedy Festival. What brings me probably the most joy is doing comedy and then also being surrounded by my four favorite people, my three kids and my wife. Um, I have some other favorite people in the world, so I don't want anybody to listen and be like, hey, can I be in that boat? But anyway, we went to Austin, Texas. It was just an incredible trip. I talked about that on, on a previous episode, but uh, Austin, Texas, uh, all five of us. Uh, me and my wife spent some time together twice last year, specifically where we went out to Arizona. And I had a show out there, and that was fine. But it was really the 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 time that I had with my wife, just the two of us, no kids, and we had good food. And it was just fun, and we had some good bang times. You know what I mean? Like if you're married, you get what I'm saying. Like sometimes it's just like, hey, hurry up, be done, and then it's like, hey, you know, <laughs> light a candle, you know. <laughs> and then uh, we celebrated our uh, six year anniversary, five years, something, some. We celebrated a wedding anniversary. And we went to our first place that we ever vacationed to, which was Galena, Illinois. And it was nothing particularly like special or fancy, but we just really had a good time enjoying each other's company. And I I feel like those times sometimes, you know, like when you're married and you can't like it, it's, it comes by more rare, you know, and we'll get out the house sometimes together. We'll go catch a movie, but this was, this was like special. It was like special time with each other. And again, we're with, we see, we see each other every single day, but when you get to just, you know, like almost learn more about the person that you spend the rest of your life, like it was, it's pretty cool. So going, uh, those two places with my wife was, was a two and three highlight. And then this is what I was thinking about. Like I had some really interesting shows there were a lot of great shows. I started thinking like, what's my favorite show? And it's almost a toss up. I'm going to, I'm going to save that for the last. My number four memory or highlight was, was Christmas, like Christmas morning or just Christmas day with the kids and opening their presents. And uh, they're like the best kids on earth when they get in shit, you know, <laughs> free shit. <laughs> it's like, we got like an Oculus. So we got like, this virtual game and, I don't know. I just, I really love my kids and I, I just loved being around them. And we got matching Jamie's like, we're the fucking matching Jamie family. Listen, people, it was, <laughs> it was, it was dope. It was a, it was a great day. And, um, uh, I love all of our Christmases and, uh, I, I don't know. I just, you know, watch some football, watch some basketball, but a lot of it was just, spending time with these kids my mom came over she had you know she used to work at a, a casino where they like would work that day and we would see her like she was she she came over and i don't know i i, I love christmases uh and then uh my favorite show is between two shows uh i feel like my favorite set that's a different conversation like my favorite set was when I was in Arizona last year at Tempe Improv. It was just a moment. I got like a little video that I use as, as promo. And it was like a set of, am I as good as I think I am? Yep. 
Uh, I even had a joke that didn't do as well, but it was in front of 300 people. Did a strong, you know, I, I think I finished with like 25 minutes, but I did like my little crowd video. That that experience for me made me feel like, again, confirmation. Like this business for me is confirmation after confirmation. Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Am I making people laugh? Am I connecting with people? And that was one of those like, you good. But it was just that one show. So I think my, my number five has to be when I went to South Dakota. And that was like a seven hour something drive. Uh, Rapid City, uh, where they have a fucking president in the um, Mount Rushmore. Uh, I said, oh, slave owners. <laughs> it was a, it was a cool gig. I got booked by uh, a guy. Shout out to Jeremy Peterson. Uh, I hope I uh, we, we link up this year. Uh, he booked me for this gig. We ended up doing two shows. Initially, it was one booked, and then the venue, because it was like a corporate party, and the venue was like, hey, let's do another show the night before. And the night before show was better than the corporate show. There was more people there, but there also was like an energy that was a little different. You know, corporate shows, sometimes you are working with these people. So there's like a limitation to how wild you going to get. I drank red, red beer on stage. And it was it was the first time, I think, in my 12 years where I felt like the guy. You know, it was uh, Carmel Anderson was featuring for me, and she's one of my favorite comedians that I've ever worked with. I actually am going to have her come from Omaha, Nebraska to North Iowa for my casino show March 2nd. And she obviously went well. I mean, she goes up, she does great. And it's like, can you be the guy? Can you do your 45, whatever, uh, to an hour? Can you be great from start to finish? Can you make a room full of people? Like, can you? And I, I got paid great, I, great hotel. Like, it was one of those moments where if I can just do more of this and instead of the shitty driving two, three, four hours for shitty pay and shitty bars. And, you know, listen, I don't mind doing it because it all helps the grander scheme of getting better and going to the places that I want to be. But at the same time, I want more of this than than more of that, and so that 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 makes my number five because that was early in the, that was early in the year, and it it really sort of set the the tone. I ended up like redoing that set over and over this year, which I normally don't like to do, but I feel like I got better in that aspect. So, Rapacetti ends and rounds out my my top five highlights, and uh, even my last show in December. It was a good show, but I also felt like, all right, I just, I, I need a break. Like, I don't, I don't always feel that way. Like, hey, I just need a break from comedy. That's why I plan to just take like two weeks off. But then I had my show the other weekend and uh, Cedar River, Michigan, which is not too far from Green Bay, which is where I actually stayed. And I had a good set. Uh, my opener brought an opener <laughs> the guys, they go up, they do well, but it was a weird show because we were kind of close to green Bay and there was a green Bay playoff game and they didn't have the turnout that they, there were other two previous shows I'd had, but I go up, I do well. And my moment that like, was like, Hey, like almost that confirmation thing 
was there was a gentleman, bigger guy. Uh, he had a nickname Buffalo, and Buffalo. Uh, you know, we the show stars. I'm sitting next to him. He says something. We we kind of do a little banter back, and it was something small. And then I go perform. I'm up there for an hour, and I get off, and he, uh, I make my way to him, and he was like, "I just got to tell you, my my brother." died last week and it's the first time that i not only have smiled since then but laughed and it's shit like that that just like touched my spirit and i just hope whatever it is that you are doing or not doing that you want to be doing that you can reach and touch people in that way and in a way that i that comedy allows me to do so Thank you guys for listening. I will try to get back to our regular schedule program every Monday and Thursday, but no fucking guarantees. Okay. I love you. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, peace.